Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Weston, and today is a very special day as we get to reveal the books we are reading in February. Now, this is our birthday month, the kickoff to year three, so we had to start with a bang. Uh, so stay tuned to hear what books are up next for Red Wine Reads in February. Now, whether you want to read one, none, or all of the books I am about to outline, the choice is up to you. We are going to be having great conversations all month, so we hope you join us in those conversations, whether you read the book or you haven't. Uh, We're just glad that you're here. Everyone has different tastes, but we hope this podcast is fun to listen to, no matter how you like your books. So we offer a variety of different books that cover a variety of different genres, so hopefully you'll find something in your wheelhouse. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. that's at R-W-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to tell us what books you want to read this year. We are open to any and all suggestions. So... Without further ado, let's pull some corks and get previewing. Alrighty, we're going to start with a classic here. Book one we're reading in February is Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. Now, here's the summary. The year is 1945. Claire Randall, a former combat nurse, is just back from the war and reunited with her husband on a second honeymoon when she walks through a standing stone in one of the ancient circles that dot the British Isles. Suddenly, she is a Sassanach, an outlander, in a Scotland torn by war and raiding border clans in the year of our lord, 1743. Hurled back in time by forces she cannot understand, Claire is catapulted into the intrigues of lairds and spies that may threaten her life and shatter her heart. For here, James Fraser, a gallant young Scots warrior, shows her love so absolute that Claire becomes a woman toward between fidelity and desire, and between two vastly different men in two irreconcilable lives. So this book was published back in 1991, but gained a second win in 2014 when Stars premiered their TV show based on the book. And I have watched the first season, read the first book, and I can honestly say that the first season is word for word the book uh, for the most part so um, if you liked Outlander the show then I would suggest reading the book because you get just a little bit more in depth into Jamie and Claire's relationships Um, it's a fun and popular read no matter what it's a fun and popular romance no matter what it's also book one of a 10 book series so if you're looking to get committed to a very long series then by all means please do it Uh, the 10th final book and also prequel, uh, acts as a prequel to this series as well by following Jamie's parents, um, just got released, so that is now out. So there's nothing holding you back from reading this entire series. This book uh, has a 4.3 out of 5 on Goodreads, so it is beloved by many a fan. Uh, Are you a fan of Outlander? Please let us know on our socials, I want to know. But Ella and I will be reading this together, and Ella is not a romance reader, so this one should be fun. Book two. Just a little book called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Yes, we are talking about Akatar, the famed Akatar that has covered TikTok feeds, Instagram feeds, Pinterest feeds, Tumblr feeds, Reddit feeds 
feeds. I mean, everything. Uh, it has been everywhere. It is still everywhere. We are finally bringing it on to the Red Wine Reads book club. Yes, uh, I finally caved and Sierra finally convinced me. So Sierra and I will be reading uh, Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Uh, let's dive right into the summary. When 19-year-old Huntress Feyre kills a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous magical land she knows about only from legends, Feyre discovers that her captor is not truly a beast, but one of the lethal immortal fairies who once ruled her world. At least, he's not a beast all the time. As she adapts to her new f- as she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy Tamlin transform from icy hostility into a fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of the Fae. But something is not right in the fairy lands. An ancient, wicked shadow is growing, and Feyre must find a way to stop it or doom Tamlin and his world forever. <sighs> so... Does it sound familiar? Because it definitely sounds like Beauty and the Beast fanfic to me, which makes me that much more excited to read it. <laughs> now, this book was published in 2015. Uh, it is book one of a four-book series. It has received awards like the Goodreads Choice Award for... Uh, it was a Goodreads Choice Award nominee for Young Adult Fantasy and Science Fiction in 2015. It also won the Lincoln Award. It also was a Lincoln Award nominee in 2017. It has been included on must-read lists put out by BuzzFeed, Cosmo, Business Insider, Pop Sugar, and Wired, among many, many others. Uh, it has a 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads, and it's also a band book, which is always fun. In 2022, according to the American Library Association's Office of Intellectual Freedom, uh, one of the books in the series, A Court of Mist and Fury, was tied for the 10th most banned and challenged book in the United States. So we love reading books that challenge us. We love reading banned books here on Red Wine Reads, so definitely excited for this. Um, and over 36.7 thousand people added this to their Goodreads TBR list on January 1st of this year. So it's still going strong. Uh, but boy, am I excited to read it and finally be able to get sent memes, uh, various Akatar memes on the social media because I finally understand what's going on. So stay tuned for Sierra and I reading Akatar because I feel like being part of the Bookstagram, book talk, and uh, book podcasting world it's like a rite of passage uh, to read and review Akatar, so here we go. Now book three takes a little bit of a different turn uh, from the fantasy romance genre um, into just heart-crushing uh, literary fiction by Kristen Hanna. We are talking about Magic Hour. Uh, Kristen Hanna is one of Abby and I's very favorite authors, so of course Abby had to choose a Kristen Hanna book for February. Um, let's get into the summary. Dr. Julia Cates was one of the country's preeminent child psychiatrists until a shocking tragedy ruined her career. Retreating to her small western Washington hometown, Julia meets an extraordinary six-year-old girl who has inexplicably emerged from the deep woods nearby, a child locked in the world of unimaginable fear and isolation. To Julia, nothing is more important than saving the girl she now calls Alice. But Julia will need help from others, including the sister she barely knows and a handsome doctor with secrets of his own. What follows will test the limits of Julia's faith and strength as she struggles to find a home for Alice and herself. 
This book was published in 2006. It has a 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads. It was a Rita Award nominee for novel with strong romantic elements in 2007. So I take it back. I guess we are reading a romance, <laughs> but a very different type of romance um, that includes just the heart string pulling that Kristen, that only Kristen Hanna knows how to do. So I am very excited to read this. Um, I'm always excited to read a Kristen Hanna book. So the, any opportunity we get, I'm excited. So stay tuned as Abby and I mm, will cry and laugh and shed a tear together as we uh, talk about Magic Hour by Kristen Hanna. And finally, book four, we had to end with a bang as we begin with a bang. And we're reading Eileen by Otessa Moshfeg. We've already read an Otessa Moshfeg book on this podcast, My Year of Rest and Relaxation, and it caused for a very interesting conversation um, where Sierra and I ended up on polar opposite ends of the book. And this time around, I'm reading it with Rebecca, where Rebecca is a Otessa Moshfeg fan as she read Lapvona and absolutely loved it. Um, and so here we are reading Eileen, which has gained a lot of uh, attention recently as the um, movie adaptation has just been released. So very excited to read this one. Let's just dive right into the summary, shall we? So here we are. My name was Eileen Dunlop. Now you know me. I was 24 years old then and had a job that paid $57 a week as a kind of secretary at a private private juvenile correctional facility for teenage boys. I think of it now as what it was really for, all intents and purposes, a prison for boys. I will call it Moorhead. Delvin Moorhead was a terrible landlord I had years later, and so to use his name for such a place feels appropriate. In a week, I would run away from home and never go back. This is the story of how I disappeared. The Christmas season offers little cheer for Eileen Dunlop, an unassuming yet yuck an unassuming yet disturbed young woman trapped between her role as her alcoholic father's caretaker in a home whose squalor is the talk of the neighborhood and a day job as a secretary at the boys' prison filled with its own horrors. Consumed by resentment and self-loathing, Eileen tempers her dreary days, perverse fantasies and dreams of escaping to the big city. In the meantime, she fills her nights and weekends with shoplifting, stalking a buff prison guard named Randy and cleaning up her increasingly deranged father's messes. When the bright, beautiful, and cheery Rebecca St. John arrives to the scene with an, as a new counselor at Moorhead, Eileen is enchanted and proves unable to resist what appears at first to be a miraculously budding friendship. In a Hitchcockian twist, her affection for Rebecca ultimately pulls her into, a com into complicity in a crime that surpasses her wildest imaginings. Now, anything by Otessa Moshfeg is a little weird, a little twisted, and just a little wild. She uh, definitely tends to polarize her readers, whether they love her, they hate her, they don't understand the characters. A lot of her characters tend to be um, characters you do not want to root for, and I imagine that Eileen is going to be a similar character here. <laughs> so um, I am excited to get to read it and uh, get to understand a little bit more of Otessa Moshfeg's work. Um, this book was published in 2015. It has a 3.6 out of 5 on Goodreads, so again, a little polarizing for readers. Uh, it was a book, but for critics, um, 
critics love her. She was a Booker Prize nominee in 2016, a Shirley Jackson Award nominee for the novel in 2015, National Book Critics Circle Award nominee for fiction in 2015, the Center for Fiction First Novel Prize nominee for Longlist in 2015, and the Penn Hemingway Award for debut novel in 2016. So, Critics love her, readers don't know what to do with her, and boy am I excited to read this book with Rebecca, um, where both her and I have read Otessa before, and this will just lead to a very fascinating conversation, and I'm very, very excited. So, that's our list, our four books for the month. Are you excited? I know I am. If you're looking to get more book content, you can follow us on TikTok and on Instagram at rwreadspodcast. And if you're looking to read along with us, I have already posted the books with links in our stories. Uh, so please go find that um, on Instagram. And we hope you read along with us. We hope you join in on these conversations because they're going to be weird. They're going to be dark. They're going to be romantic. They're going to be everything under the sun. So it's going to be fun. Um, we hope you join us and we hope you continue to listen throughout uh, this next season of Red Wine Reads because it's going to be a very good one. Until next time, cheers. Well, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, please go give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this episode right now. If you want more book-related content, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at rwreadspodcast. Again, that's at r-w-r-e-a-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. That's at rwreadspodcast on Instagram and TikTok. Until next week, keep your books open and your drink glasses full. Thanks all. This episode is a JB Media production produced and edited by Jenna Weston.